Good Wednesday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us. If you had a ear in our pre-production meeting, I think you would be giggling and enjoying life as much as we are today. The Wednesday edition of this program is going to feature yet another Smith, and it's not Yona, the better seven-eighths. This is going to be the aspiring realtor, a businesswoman waiting to happen, and Yvonne Smith actually... It's not Smith. It's not Smith. I, know. Yeah. I will let her make that, yeah. clear that up here. I'll let her clear that up. Let me do the intro over here, Keith. Um, Sorry. Today's program I'm play is brought to you by Ross Mortgage and Scott Morris. Scott Morris and Ross Mortgage, a name you can trust. Our friend Scott Morris was second in Ross Mortgage in production in 2022. Sales volume and deals done. Yeah. Um, Scotty Moe, second in Ross in the, in the entire company. It's a name and a team you can count on. Judah Wickhauer is someone you can count on as well. Almost 13 years. 13 years, Judah, here at I Love Steve on BNP Brands, somewhere in that vicinity. I think it's actually more than that. I will look at the, uh, I'll look at the, the first check I issue here. I still have it saved. Right? <laughs> um, can we go to the studio camera and welcome our panel? Keith, I'm going to pass the baton to you because I think this is a pretty big moment here, right? A big moment. Yeah, it's a big moment. I've got somebody special offset off camera to my left. And I've got always somebody special sitting a little bit to us right, right? To my right on over this way. Thank you. I know it is. It's very kind of you. (laughs) (laughs) And then, oh, and Scott. (laughs) And Scott. And Scott. I like that. For for those who have been listening to the pre-show hot mic thing uh, and intro, um, this is all family here, guys. Scott's part of the family. Yvonne is, and if you can hear a little bit of a little bit of chatter off to my left. We may have a grandbaby on set, and Jerry always is family. Thank so you. I was I was really hoping I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll work, we'll so work into that. You so, mean the world to me as well, Keith. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. sincerely well, mean that. Yeah, I think well, you know that. I, of course, yeah, we wouldn't be sitting there across from each other. Yeah. But spent a was, lot of time with him. I, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Well, we're approaching five fifty, and I think that's I think that's middle of next month 550 shows for 90 minutes with your father yeah i know you can go ahead and say whatever comes to your mind so people to let you know everybody out here the chop busting will start as as it should my thing we kid because we care i think she's good still right nobody wants to see ravenna no, you just leave her until she's sad. Well, we need is we need to let folks know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. First, Avon introduce your, introduce yourself to everyone that's watching, and then her adorable daughter, who is one of the most beautiful uh. babies I've ever seen, is offset as well. She's just a happy baby. So you truly are doing the Renaissance woman business and motherhood literally right now. Yeah. So um, my name's Yvonne uh, Weidel, and to clear it all up, my middle name is Smith. There so you go. All of the your maiden name. My maiden name as yeah. well, but okay. now legally, my, my middle name is Smith. Okay. So it's confusing. Uh, so it's not Yvonne Smith Weidel, it's just Yvonne Weidel. Okay. Um, and because, as you know, your partner is in medicine, when you have a partner in medicine, you roll solo a lot and you just bring babies with you and you make it work. <laughs> her, her partner, the fabulous Houston, yeah. a doctor, they, and he's highlighted it well, have gone from Seattle yes. to Richmond. Yep. Put in perspective the workload. 
for your oh, partner? Oh, it's the same at the moment because he chose to, to, to take some nights. So okay. he's on a string of nights for this month into September. Um, so right now he's on the second of seven. And uh, it just, it's a really awesome opportunity, especially because we just moved and, you yeah. know, money. <laughs> you need to stack some paper. Yeah. Um, at the same time, it's just a lot of work for everyone all around. And um, he's pretty tired. So in September he'll start a significantly better work schedule. You already have fans saying hello. Stephanie Wells Rhodes. Hello. Hello, Yvonne. Long time no see. Yeah. Her yeah. daughter, Corinne. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's giving you some Her props on Her daughter, Corinne, is actually Emery, our cousin, Matt's youngest, um, oh, third grade teacher. Right. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. Fun, yeah. And uh, Stephanie, you'll appreciate this. Our son um, is starting kindergarten today for the first time. Oh, His teacher, Miss Chiesa, um, previously worked with your daughter Corinne, and Corinne came up in our parent-teacher conference oh, with Miss Chiesa. Yes. Such Very a small cool. world, Central it Virginia. It is. It is small. Yeah. It's, it's like two small. degrees apart. Everything. I know. As soon as Tara, she was like, "What year did you graduate? 2012?" And she was like, "My, you know, Emery's teacher graduated 2012." I was like, "Ah, yes, I know that person." <laughs> There's no way you don't. <laughs> yeah. We have um, Scotty Moe on set here, Scott Morris, um, and Judah Wickhauer, I believe, has a video ready to rock and roll. Why don't we start with a piece of sizzle reel content? Maybe if you transition this yes. way, okay. you won't be in uh, Scott's one. Um, Judah Wickhauer, you'll cue it up when he's ready to go. Scott, the show is yours. Yeah, so um, I've got uh, a number of realtor partners that I work with that I wanted to highlight some listings that they've had. Uh, we've got a Miss Monica Kincaid uh, has a property that hers is actually just sold, uh, and that was 14220 Chimney House Road uh, in Richmond. Uh, and then this magnificent uh, property in Riva, Virginia that Julie Garrett has listed $3 million. Uh, it is uh, just a, it could be used for events. They do some weddings there now. Just an absolute just baller, baller property. Take a look at it if, if that's something on the luxury end you'd be interested in. Uh, Diana Banks has uh, a house out 7141 Eggbornsville Road. Uh, so 335, uh, perfect for an entry point uh, home for somebody in the Culpeper area, especially if you're looking for the, like a view of the mountains, that more rural area between Sperryville and Culpeper. Carrie uh, Bri- Griggs, my boy here in Charlottesville, 4725 uh, Blue Jay Way over in uh, the valley. I think that is where that is. Uh, 35999. Um, and Taylor Avret has a property uh, over in the university area. Great uh, investor piece. Uh, renovated 508 13th Street Northwest. Uh, looking at 550 there. And then again in Richmond, Kyle Taylor um, has got one at 4922 Crispin Court. So all people I work with regularly, fantastic listings, opportunities for everybody out there, depending on where, where you're in Richmond, Charlottesville, Culpeper, that central Virginia, they'll call it the Piedmont uh, stamp of, you know, it's just a, a great opportunity no matter where you are to take a look at some properties very nicely done scott morris and ross mortgage and the realtor partners one of those realtor partners on set with us right now the distinguished keith smith look at that huh i figured you get to me sooner or later are we going to show a video or or i think it already ran ran. look at that i don't know we can't see it we can't see it he can see it though he knows it ran ran. i saw it ran so so 
this is awesome for me. It's awesome to have family around a table. It's awesome to talk to the folks out there, the viewers and the listeners. Uh, but part of the awesomeness of it is Yvonne has decided to get into the family business. And we didn't coax you. Right? You came to this on your own. And then the second thing, I didn't coax you, don't do it. Uh, I actually think about how that came to fruition. And Yvonne has her assistant on yes, set with yes. her. I see that. Um, I think, you know, where it started was during my maternity leave, I was looking to kind of like do something to engage my brain. I was like, you know, I'll learn a skill. What skill would be useful? She's a teacher. Yeah. And, um, you know, just sitting around and she is very lovely but it gets a bit monotonous if that's the correct term and so i was like you know i'll take my real estate class got nothing else to do and talk about the low bar of entry like i was able to do that and complete that and that's kind of where the next steps started diana lynn <laughs> banks says hello scott diana how are you miss i'm giving you some props right now viewers and listeners you can ask questions of the panel including the, uh, the um, aspiring realtor. She had her house in Richmond finance through Ross. Yes. Ross Mortgage. You guys want to talk about that process? Maybe highlight that? Yeah. So um, do you want me to start, Scott? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, as we've kind of talked about before, just the lack of time when you have your partner who is in medicine um, is just so apparent in addition to being on different coasts. And what we were, we went with someone who wasn't Scott, not because of Scott originally, but because it was the, like the access to a doctor's loan. And, um, you know, we called Scott and told him that, and being the professional that he is, he was like, okay, if you think that's the best choice for you, here's the information and go forward. And I think that that just highlights, like, I don't know, the empathy and kindness that you run with your business, because even though it meant losing a client for you, you just wanted what was best. And I think you knew in the back of your mind it wasn't going <laughs> to pan out the way I wanted it to. Um, well, I mean, the bottom line is I knew going into it, like, this could be a great fit if they could make it work. Yeah. Yeah. And they just didn't. Um, and not only did – it just was so tough because it's like Friday, 5.01, they were closed. And that's, you know, 2 o'clock on, on the West Coast. And, like, Houston does not have business hours. And it wasn't working, and then the long story short of it, there just ended up being extra money. And so we called Scott and was like, can you help us? And he took us back with open arms and like, I mean, truly what happened with the appraisal was one part dad's foresight and three parts your ability to like crank out a product in like 24 hours. I mean, you <laughs> you were like, you didn't fill out all the forms. And we're like, uh, no. And you and Tova just were like, okay. We'll Love Tova. Yeah. You Big guys, ups, Tova. You guys were like, all right, we'll make it work. And there was no, like, just the problem solving. It didn't feel a lot of pressure on our side, but I know it was a lot of hard work on yours. And that's that was a dream team there. Moving fast and getting through uh, complicated situations are, like, one of the benefits, you know, we had a, a loan that we got clear to close in 10 days that came over that was supposed to close, uh, I believe, August, let's see, would have been seven. Uh, August 7th, I believe, was the original closing date. We got it, uh, application on the 9th, and we were clear to close uh, on the 18th. 
and uh, or I think the 21st. Uh, we submitted on the 18th, actually cleared on the 21st. Uh, and th these people owned 13 properties, uh, had some losses and some taxes, just a very complicated situation, So, but and very much the si same similar situation of, hey, we, we had this thing happen that we thought we could do, can you help us? And then just the immediate turn time and, and getting all hands on deck to get something like that fixed. Yeah, all, right. all hands on deck, I think, is a great way to describe. So it's called trusted advisors, and we yeah. talk about it all the time. And, 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 you know, part of why I wanted you to come on here today, Yvonne, um, is to, you know, one is to introduce you to the world, right? And you're going to be working with us and introduce that little muffin over there, that little chubby cheeks, beautiful mm -hmm. grandbaby. Um, but talk about the experience, right? You know, because you are a younger, according to the chart here, you are a younger uh, millennial. Yeah. You are in this 1990 to 1998 range. And to answer the question, um, I am officially a younger boomer. <laughs> but, okay, boomer. But you're a millennial at heart. Uh, but just only by like this much yeah. uh -huh. on, on that. So look, you know, I, I say all the time, sometimes the easy part is getting it on the contract. Yeah. The hard part is getting it to close. But from a young person's perspective, talk about the experience and everything. I could take her if yeah. you would like. If you want, go for it. She seems to really want this microphone. Yeah. We've got a, a seven-month-old. Yes. Seven-month-old seven on set. On the, on the seventh. Oops, forgot her birthday for a second. Um, yeah, so it just, being involved in this form of work, just because I've seen my parents do it for a very long time, you think you know it. And um, I think being a younger person, you also think you know everything. Um, <laughs> or just, maybe it's me. Um, and so I was, really I was really surprised. I thought like we got a contract, we got a home. I thought the hard part was just winning a bid. And then- Which it, was not that easy. Yeah, so it was, it was difficult. And then it just kind of, everyone says buying a home is a stressful process. And I truly felt that until I worked with Scott. Um, like I didn't feel it when we started with Scott and so it's like I had the I had the friction moment where it's like I started with Scott it didn't feel like a stressful process we switched to someone else and then it felt really stressful it went from like we're late on this you need to like you know we're late with this paperwork you need to prove this fund you need to prove that fund you have to go to and we deal with um, Navy Federal so we don't have tan tangible banks so it's you have to drive 30 minutes and like all of these business hour things don't exist in a world where we have an infant at home with no childcare out in Seattle and Houston working, you know, 14 hour days. And so when we went to Scott, it just felt very streamlined. I knew that he had my best interest. Like the other day we got a piece of mail that was like, this is regarding your loan immediately pay. It was like a scam, you know? And if we had not, like, I just texted you yeah. and was like, what's this, Scott? And he's like, throw it, shred it, it's Throw fine. It but I mean, if well, I... Well, I think also, I, I think I, I, I screenshot and marked up, like, yes. check out the bottom, like, yeah. here's the language, like, see that this isn't connected to anybody. And I try to, that's something we talked a lot about uh, with clients in the beginning and then at the end. So when you purchase a home, it's public record. And uh, the first part of that being... Uh, when you, when I pull credit, or when anyone pulls credit um, to get the process started, uh, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax actually take your information 
and then sell it as trigger leads out to bottom feeding people in this business who then bombard yeah. you with phone calls and text messages saying, hey, it looks like you're looking for a mortgage. We can beat the rate. We can do this. We can do that. Um, and, and they've got no connection to anyone. Some, some of them will even present themselves as if they were, are working with the company that you were had the inquiry with. Yeah. Um, so it can be very misleading, and the mail that goes out after you've closed the transaction 100% presents itself as if they are somehow yeah. connected to the people you originated or had contact with in order to try to lure you into the – it's phishing. There's yeah. different different levels and scales, but, I mean, it is all an African prince who wants to you to wire them $10,000 yeah. so that – you can then become a millionaire overnight. Do people, do people actually do that? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, listen. I mean, people we're fall two, for that all Mostly yes, boomers. We're two. Well, <laughs> okay. Boomers Did you hear what he and, said about me, Ravenna? Like, Did you hear that? I mean, we're two very, uh, and I don't want to call myself very educated, but we're two people who educated. have, I like, I disagree. Pro- You've got a master's degree and a doctor. We're two people who have problem solving skills. And we got that mail. We were like, you know, I think we were still in Seattle, and so like my aunt texted it to me because she stopped by the home, and we're both just so nervous about like messing up financially. Like you don't want to miss a payment, you don't want to. It's I your was, first house, yeah. yeah like, did yeah. I miss a piece of information? Blah blah blah. And so it was very nerve wracking, and it is very legitimate looking. It's and so for me to just be like Scott, what's this? And you just to send back a circle and be like, shred it. It's a scam. I mean, within 10 minutes, all of our worry was gone, where I don't know if I could say the same with, like, enough, with what we were, who we were working with, um, truly. Part of that, uh, the, the predatory scam stuff, also, like, I love how on Fox News, they, whatever they, they, they run these commercials for, like, title lock, and the guy comes on as, like, a former title thief, and it's like, Jesus Christ, dude, like, like, I mean... Yeah, but but the fear. Where does the fear yeah. come from? Because you lived through the time of great unpleasantness, right? Yeah, we just right? don't you remember like, that as a. Yeah, I we, think everybody operates from this place of anxiety of like some, they don't want something to go wrong with this big huge thing that they just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah like. Well, and, it must well, be true. It came in the mail. And also, to be fair, like. My brain works at 50% capacity. Tired Houston's brain works at 50% capacity, um, unless he's inside of the hospital legally. Um, and, then, and so, you know, it just wouldn't be hard for us to, like, miss a T that we didn't cross, you know? And so it, it really relieved a lot of stress very quickly. So how is the, uh, how's the house? How's it going? Oh, boy. I, um, we are still very much in boxes. Back. I would say we donated or got rid of about 90% of the things that we had in our small apartment. Um, so the only thing we moved with is this leather chair I love and nice. um, like a bed. So we have very little things which makes unpacking clothes uh, difficult because where do you put them? Um, and with that, with Houston working so much, um, we just haven't prioritized it. We're like, it's summer. We got family. I want to go to the pool. Yeah. Um, we can do that later. Uh, and it's just been kind of a nice rest um, time for when he is off. Um, but the house is beautiful. That's Did great. didn't answer that question. The house is beautiful. The neighborhood's so sweet. People want to talk to you, which is very lovely. I um, hear that's different than Seattle. Your dad makes mm-hmm. that point often on the program. Oh, sorry. Keith. Makes yeah. that point often on the show. To cool. Keith's point. Oh, very nice. <laughs> done right there. To Keith's point, it's called the Seattle Freeze, and it's very real. 
Um, but I thought that was like where all the warm natured like caring people of America lived and that's like the that was like the the focus of that entire society. No, no. So everyone's so I mean, they're building societies inside of society. Yeah, they are. And but it didn't go well, right? Got Did it. you hear about yeah, that? Yeah. Um So everyone is mad, not everyone. Most people are mad because of transplants coming into the city and changing wow. their city. And I get that, but everybody... Well, by the way, that's the same in Fulvana County. And I get that. Everybody in that city happens to be a transplant. And the only people, who, in my experience that I've met, who are not transplants have been there since the 80s. And they love to talk. You didn't meet any Native Americans while you were there? I did not meet any okay. indigenous people. Right. <laughs> you just got schooled. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not... I didn't get a chance to work on any of the indigenous lands, but... Um, Yes, everybody is a transplant, and the people who have been there since Seattle was yay big, like they're excited because their property value went from $80,000 to a million and a half. So they're like a little more excited um, to so, talk. So talk a little little bit about the decision. Seriously, I don't think I've ever asked you this question. What was the genesis? The re- I know you talked about taking the tests and all that stuff, but you know we've never pressured you to be in the business, ever. Yeah. Uh, um, so, what made you to t- decide that this is what you wanted to do? I know, you know, that it's something that you can do two things at once. At, at, but yeah. what made you want to help people to buy homes um, and sell homes? I love teaching, and children are my safe place and my happy spot. I knew I didn't want to retire from being a teacher, as all the teachers watching and uh, partners of teachers watching realize it is an all-encompassing job. Um, and while I loved it, I was just really getting frustrated with a lot of the aspects of public school. And um, so I knew I wasn't going to go back to public school teaching, full-time at least. Um, and I was trying to think of, like, what can I do that allows me some flexibility? What can I do that allows me the knowledge um, of the market? And of the end goal is to be able to have enough knowledge um, to just, like, start accumulating um, investment properties nice. and um, and like be the supplemental income in our family. Why and not be the primary? Uh, I'd, have, I'd have to work like them and growing up that I don't want to work like that. <laughs> Characterize how they work. Um, all of the time. Yeah. All of the time. Yeah. Um, which we, we, Jerry and I were talking Jerry and I were talking about that the other day about the you know, the owning your own business. My, yeah. my, so you you use all the uh, preferred nomenclature and terminology. I think she's educating Scott, <laughs> Keith, and I already. Uh, the word partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you heard like, all these things. As opposed to, like, I was about to say my wife here. I, I take it. That's you can not say the, it's whatever you all are Well, I know, and I'm feeling guilty now. No, I no, need no. to, like, keep well, tell up. Them, tell, them, tell them about the time you're trying to teach me about pronouns. Well, which time is that right? I think there's a larger issue that um, hmm, I don't know how to dive into that one. So maybe I I'm just not roll. going to. <laughs> maybe I, can, I just. Roll. I've got a great. I've got a great partner story. Um, so I had a client I was on the phone with, um, who. This is uh, about your partner. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. This is about me. This is me and nomenclature, like, uh, just not handling something as elegantly as I should have. And I learned a lesson from it, and I'll never do it again. Um, And uh, his voice was uh, a little feminine. And he used the the term partner over and over and over again. 
and uh, oh. I and I and I said something about his partner, him gifting him gift money, and he said, um, "Well, he is a she," and I was. That was just, our client. Uh, oh, was, you were yes, mortified, right? And I was yeah. like, just mortified. I was like, oh, uh huh. And just, I said, well, did you have any other questions? And just moved the conversation alone and like made a mental check mark, like, don't do that ever again. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, I, made that I think everyone has a story. Yeah. Well, at least I, I have a story, and it's the same thing. I was like, God, your husband's so handsome, like trying to hype up one of my professors. Um, and it was her brother, and um, she has a partner, and I, it was such a foot and mouth, and I was in front of all of my, like, colleagues, and it just didn't, and then I'm like, you know what, until someone, they, I say, do you have a partner? And then they say, yeah, I have a wife, and I say, great, or they just say, yeah, I have a partner. They and then you go with it. X, Y, and Z, um, and it's just a personal choice. I introduced Houston as my husband, but um, when I don't know, I just... Totally get it. You to play it safe. But it's it's so as the boomer in the room, it's just so hard because No it's not. It, I, I know it's not hard, Yvonne, but when your brain gets north of sixty, oh come on. It becomes I don't like that's a you cop do this. out. That's I know. a cop out. I say this to him all the time. That's a cop you out. You do much harder things. Anywho, be treating someone. In a way that they anyway 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 treating someone that they feel respected is not hard. Well, first you of do all, that all day. we always treat people yes, with respect. Exactly. Sometimes the words that we use may not match yes. that. But Michael Plecker giving you a couple zings over here. We love Plecker, one of the Shenandoah Valley's finest backstops. I've been waiting for that to come. Uh, we should talk real estate. We should talk. Real estate. Yeah, we should. We should. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we've got. What do you a, have uh, to say, Ray? So we, to, to summarize your question, I was just looking at a way that I could. Learn. I enjoy data, and I feel like it's a very data-driven. Oh, I'm so tired. A very data-driven job. Okay. Um, and I have seen my parents, and I thought honestly I would know more than I know, um, and I don't. And I just wanted to find a way to make some supplemental income um, that I could choose a little bit of when I wanted to work. So, in the process of buying the house, what was the big aha light bulb moment for you in Houston? That you- that you didn't expect it to be like? Um, I think truly seeing everything that goes on after you procure a buyer. I like, I just didn't know. That's, that's where, Scott, that's where I kind of ended. <laughs> Hi, Mama. That's Scott. Yeah, this is about Ravenna, by the way. <laughs> this is real talk with Ravenna, not real talk with, with so oh, have, look at yeah, you. Oh, she wants to drink. Look it. at you. <laughs> oh, you can tell Scott is a good dad right there. Scott has three and children. And juggled two at once. This is Three eight. kids under six, Scott, or under five? Scott. <laughs> Well, the twins are five, and my son is three. So three under five. Yeah, yeah. Five and under. Yeah. That's um, absolutely amazing. Scotty Moe is a uh, rock star dad. Dude. Um, Jamie Turner and Paul Pepper says, real estate pronouns, partners, you never know where we are going to go on real talk. <laughs> uh, Jamie Turner, we absolutely appreciate you. We do have folks asking for some insight from Yvonne on the Richmond market. Yeah, sure. Multiple folks um, asking for insight on what's going on with Richmond. We've highlighted briefly. We know there's more inventory um, in Richmond, certainly compared to the Charlottesville market. Can you put in perspective what you've seen so far? Okay, well, I know nothing um, because I've been in Richmond for not even 20 days. Um, But what I... But you did experience, right? Because it took us how many months to find that house? Yeah, it took a while. But and, And to add to that, I'll add my anecdotal stories, which are, you know, not worth 
much compared to hard data, but on my street, I would say my entire street, they look like me, they're my age, um, and they all have moved inside of their home within the last year and a half. Wow. Um, That's and, great for you guys. Yeah, and it's like everybody I meet is maybe a little bit older than me, a little bit younger, and they all say they've come from all around the country um, to live there. And it's also an interesting parallel because they are all transplants and yet kind. <laughs> and to see the way that people are viewing transplants. And but they're transplants. welcoming, right? Yeah, welcoming to see. So Richmond seems like uh, there's a lot of turnover. I was asking about who lived in my home and we are just the third owners. Um, so maybe that's Since not. it was originally built. Yes. Which was built in the 40s. Mm-hmm. The original. Wow. Yeah. So third owners. That's great. Yeah. So we're just the third owners, apparent, according to my neighbor, um, who has, he's the one person who has been there for 28 years. We can see that in the GIS, though. Yeah. We wanted to figure that out. So with the thing about the Richmond market, it changes pretty quickly, right? From several yeah. blocks one way or the other. And it's, it's so talk yeah. about that for a second. So they're doing a lot of, I live off of, I live a few streets removed from Broad Street, which would be like a main intersection. Sure. Um, Kind of like Broad Street is 250 yeah. from Charlottesville into Richmond. Yeah, perfect. And um, and so, you know, you just go a little box over and it's and it's different. The homes are still pricey, I know, because I've lost bids against them. Um, How many bids did you lose? A lot. Yeah, this was 13. the one we bought was the 13th. 13th, right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so it's kind of cool because our neighborhood is encompassing all of the homes that we didn't win. And so we'll walk and we'll be like, yeah, I remember when we lost that one. And all of the people we see are young. Like, they're all um, young, minus our very first home. We saw them the other day, and they are um, your age, Keith. Um, <laughs> that is so good. Um, so I don't know. Oh, and, but um, I'm, I'm going to regret this. The reason why I brought up Broad Street is because they're doing uh, a lot of uh, work on updating Broad Street. Streetscape. And you, mm -hmm, and you can see it kind of coming up from Scott's edition. Um, the hope is that it will eventually continue to come up into our neighborhood uh, and through the Willow Lawn area. Um, so it just feels like a lot of change. So amongst your cohort, right, amongst your young millennials, what's, what's the chatter about buying houses and housing? Um, the chatter is that it's unaffordable. So expand. That's uh, it's unaffordable. A lot of people are saddled with student loan debt. Um, a lot of people have rented for a very long time. Hi. Uh, the same reason why you see people having these later and later in life, it just, and I don't know if it's right, I don't know if it's wrong, that's just my friends say. Hence the acronym uh, DINKS. You know the acronym DINKS? Mm -mm. Double income, no kids. No kids. Yeah. Jamie Turner taught me that acronym, and he's watching right now. Yeah, it just feels like... Uh, it just, amongst my friends, it feels unattainable. There is a growing sentiment amongst Zillennials, which is young Millennials and the older Gen Zers, that home ownership has become a luxury and is unattainable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Houston and I often have this conversation, like, look at who... And Houston makes bank. I was going to say, look yeah. at, well, I mean, eventually will, eventually. He's a sociologist, right? We're let's talk about like historical incomes that are historically strong. Yeah. Um, I mean, like 
People know an anesthesiologist makes bank. Yes. Um, now, he was a resident for four years. He paid for all of his college through med school. He has loans. Like, you know, the, the jumping into the wealth, into the income earning years is delayed 12 years through medical school and residency. In addition to, look at who we are. Like, I'm a teacher. I've worked since I could work. I, before I could work, I worked illegally for cash. Like, you know. And my, and my husband is also um, working. And we really struggled to afford a home. Like, now we, we wanted the home that we wanted, so we could have been less picky. Probably using the royal we too much, I could have been less picky. Um, but I, I wanted to set our family up for yeah. generational wealth in a spot that I knew was going to continue to be strong. Um, hopefully, knock on wood. So, oh, we, Houston and I often talk, like, we barely made it. Like, we, we scrounged ourselves, and Houston saved a lot during residency so that we could do it. And I don't know how other people would. Like, if, realistically, how would other And if people? it wasn't for Scott stepping in yeah. at the last minute... Oh, we'd have... We would be sleeping on the floor of our, of our home. All your cash would have went away. Yeah, because we had no play money. Yeah. Well, not, I'm not, that's not play money. Buying furniture we had, yeah. and necessary... We would be staying with my mother and father. So thank you, Scott. Thank you, I mean, Scott. They have, a, they have a baby. Yeah, I mean, like... This was pretty important here. Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, it's not like it was just Houston and, and Yvonne here. Yeah, I mean, and we... Oh, there is a dog, too. Yes, and Luna. Um, so I don't know. I mean, like, how do you, what would you say to someone? Because how, how do you get someone that doesn't look like Houston and I to get a home? I mean, Eric Thompson made this comment. It's not just, um, zillennials. Think about us divorced and remarried Gen Xers. Yeah. Yeah. And did you follow up with Eric? Yes, sir. We're talking today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, dad. All right. We're talking Uh, today. No dad. (laughs) No dad. dad. Thank you, Jerry. So as long as it's not daddy, To give some perspective, I've got, uh, three clients in the last two months that I've worked with for longer than four years who could not buy when rates were 3%, when rates were 4%, when rates were 5%, who we've worked through credit and job and income and personal relationship issues to get to a point where they've been able to purchase a home at at 7% interest rates. And it is not we're not at the peak of affordability mm-hmm. um, by any stretch of the ma- mm-hmm. imagination. Mortgage rates are at a, or well, mortgage rates are at a 20 plus year high. Mortgage demand is at a 28 year low. Mm-hmm. We have rates that are at 70 and a half percent, and depending on product and credit position, you could be getting something quoted in the eights, and 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 that is where we are now. At the same time, um, I believe we're starting to see uh, cracks in the armor of the economy. We're getting some disappointing retail sales. Uh, we're getting some numbers that are coming in. We've got banks that have been downgraded in the last 48 hours. We've got uh, uh, a speech from Jay Powell at uh, the Billionaire's Paradise of Jackson Hole that's going to come out. And I think that he's going to kind of stay along the same lines to which he has stood previously, but there's not a lot of news, but I think we're starting to see the tide turn um, now. However, what you're also seeing in, in the last 30 days is this steady increase to the U.S. 10-year. The U.S. 10-year, if you look at it from a macroeconomic 
perspective, like the actual textbook data tells you that the U.S. 10-year should be projecting GDP growth on top of and along with uh, the real yield. So if you're assuming a real yield of 2.5% on top of a 2% uh, interest uh, inflationary perspective, so we're going to have a, a real yield of about 4.5%. We're trading at about four and, between 4.25% and 4 and 4.35%. That tells me we've got another 15 to 25 bips that we could potentially get to before things start to come back down. I think that's definitely going to happen. That's a third sizzle reel right there. I mean, you're, you, you're, you're, so you say you see a Q4 rate hike? I don't see a Q4 rate hike. Oh. I see this drumbeat of continuance of higher for longer, but that higher for longer should take us to a terminal tenure of about 4.5% before we start to turn the tide. I think we're there. I mean, I think we're really effing close to right there. Like, so close. Like, 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 I can taste it so close. But uh, I, we may not be there yet. But we're starting to see some cracks. Um, and it's going to start with... Uh, all the numbers say that we should have started to see corporate debt consolidation this year. And th that debt would have to refinance into higher rates. But that's... Every company who has to do that has put it off. So what you're going to see going into next year, if you're somebody who's way smarter than me and my age and like got into the banking and trading services, we and got folks like that watching. And right you're now. an M and A. Anything that's like that, that Goldman, like the, the, the merger and acquisitions going into next year and debt consolidation and refinance and corp, the winners and losers show up in 2024. I like it. Look it's at always that. passion when he starts scooting back. That's right. That's right. Got to get back from the That's camera. That's the real right there, Tito Wickhauer. Boxing the microphone. Look at that. You, you, you did the whole hugging on the kid thing and then right yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back we'll, put it, we'll put it in very simplistic terminology. Yeah, the, I'm lost. The time to buy a house is now. Well, so. It's so, only going to get more expensive. Well, so, so that was the question I wanted to ask Yvonne, right? So we have two buyers. Um, Mom and I have two buyers. Yona and I yeah, have two buyers. Sorry about that. Um, Boomer, uh, rules for thee, I, not me. I, I, right? I see that. Four, five hundred and fifty shows of that. <laughs> not quite yet. We can because uh, we can. No, no, no. It, it, now my ADD kicked in. Okay. You totally forgot what you I was. You talked about the buyers. buyers so what? I, so we have two buyers. Yona. Yona and I have That's two buyers that we've been working with for months and months and months to go ahead and do this. And as of yesterday evening, they said we're taking a timeout. Mm -hmm. So they're it. your age. Yeah, I get it. But but what would you tell them about not doing? How would you have this conversation with them that they should stay in the game? Well, well, first off, I would say, is that what is best for you financially? Is that what is best for you mentally? Is taking a timeout mentally what's best for you? Then do it. Because I'm not going to say that I, as someone who has you know lost homes after homes it does take a toll on you and if you need to take a break do it um, but I remember when I wanted to take a break or I wanted to not even start this journey dad was like because the plan was we'll live at home or we'll live you know or we'll rent and we'll save some cash pause please please absolutely studio camera there Judah Wickhauer so the plan was, you know, right now we don't know the neighborhood we want to live in Richmond. We're going to rent in Richmond. Our rent will be three grand a month, um, and we'll rent. How's that compared to your mortgage? 
Uh, well, with the interest rate, it's not the same as our mortgage, but it's close enough that I would rather not be burning it out a window yeah. now. But in then, we'll rent for a year. We'll find out where we want to live in Richmond, and we'll save up a ca- you know we'll save up our cash and be able to be one of these like cash you know, 20% down cash offer people and win a bid. And dad was like, that's great. But between rent and interest rates and how, and the prices of going up, you're not going to really save any money. (laughs) Yeah. You're not just going to be chasing something. You'll save, you'll save peanuts. Like you'll never be able to get that down payment. And, um, I really didn't want to hear that. I was like, no, you're wrong. Uh, and I, and I really thought that you were wrong until just watching the interest rate. They're not wrong, but I didn't want to see that as wrong my was, truth. Wrong was okay. Good yeah. words. And, um, you know, we calculated it in Seattle. We spent $120,000 in rent. $120,000 over of four years. That's a lot of money. And rent. And it just sucks because you, and, and maybe this is what a lot of people who are my age are in a similar financial situation. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. You you feel like I can't I can't make a down payment I you know a, a sizable down payment I can't find a home in my price range even if I could and so then I just am let I'm left with like burning checks out the window every month and, and we should highlight this that you guys I don't want to say it's a unique situation we're in an advantageous situation because of. Uh, your partner's earning potential and the opportunity of this doctor loan. Yeah. That is by no means the norm. Well, in addition to the doctor's loans actually ended up being 0% help for us. Like Scott and what Scott did helped us a thousand percent more. And I know that that came down to just appraisal and the way that all shook out. But like we had to bring significantly more or verify significantly more cash for a doctor's loans, which is just so backwards because that's the reason why you have a doctor's loan is because no one has cash. Um, then we did with Scott because of what happened um, with our home appraising incorrectly, or well, I think in my opinion, incorrectly the first time and closer to value the second time. Well, the market caught up yes. from an appraisal standpoint is yes. what happened. And he knew that by delaying the closing. Yeah. Yeah, and so... I mean, that's what happened, right? That yeah. is what happened. Yeah. yeah. So he knew that the market was going to catch up and the value was going to appreciate. That was a crafty move you made over there, Keith. It was Just very like, crafty. I mean, you're a crafty guy. I give you props often and, on But the show. not only was it craft from Keith, um, I feel like I should be getting in trouble. <laughs> it was the fact that Scott and Tova, I mean... Well, I feel like I got to meet Tova. I have a guy over a drink. So, Tova's great. Um, Love Tova. Is Tova watching right now? Let me see if Tova's so. watching. I think so. Tova truly was just like, all right, we got it. We got to get all these. Um, Houston, you have three hours before you have to go to sleep or before you go into work. We'll do it. And that's, and then because of that, like, um, you know, no one wants to feel like they're in a pinch financially. That's not a, like a safe and okay way to feel. And so we could have done it with the doctor's loan, and we would have been all right, barring like some something. Right. But you don't want to ever drain your bank account to zero. Like if I have advice, like don't ever drain your bank account to zero for anything, let alone buying a home. I think that's good advice. So something that I talk to a lot of the people that I work with that are selling and then buying, uh, and they're like, "Well, how can we? Can we just buy? Can we 
pay multiple can we how much how many points can we buy down or if i put this much in i'm like why don't we consider the fact that if something happens to you to the day after yeah. you close and you don't have these cash reserves and you just tied it up in the equity of the home like leave yourself a parachute leave yeah. some leave as much buffer room as possible because um, in a year from now you're going to you know uh, assuming that things do what i think that they are going to do you're going to want to be able to have funds to refinance the loan you're going to want to be able to do these these other things to have options for and when i talk about having the the right team and right professionals um i've got a gentleman who was selling a house in tennessee and buying here he actually got pre-occupancy and paying some rent um to the the current owners before he, before closing but didn't do a lot of research and took this 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 guy who listed his house in Tennessee and the moment that I saw the listing the the pictures looked like they were taken with an iPhone there was nothing done there's no staging done inside of the house um and I, I counseled him I said look I don't think this is a great idea he's like well the guy's telling me he can get it done I said okay I locked for 60 days. We're, we're coming up to the end of the lock period. I said, look, dude, you need to fire that agent tomorrow. You're burning rent on one end, mortgage payments on the other. Uh, rates have increased a full percentage point from the time that I locked you. You have get rid of this. Here's a guy. I reached out to some associates of mine in Tennessee, found a fantastic fantastic listing agent her name is kelsey walker just uh, just got everything set up and uh just kind of put him in the right place that it needs to be but uh the people matter and the people matter so much in 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 these multi-step transactions because one person who's not doing a good job can destroy your process for everything else involved yeah it's, it's it, truly like um like you're only as strong as your weakest link like I don't, I just, dad asked earlier what was the most surprising, and then I'll take care of my babe. What was the most surprising part of the home buying process? And it was how much happens after mom and dad are involved. Like, I didn't, because I never saw that. I saw mom and dad say, okay, you know, like, we got the, you know, we found you your buyer. And then maybe there was conversations happening. I just wasn't able to understand them. And then once that starts, it's a whole tree of network of people who now have to put things perfectly into place and line up timing and, and there's laws that you have to witness and you know sign certain documents before you can close three days and if that doesn't happen it pushes and it's just it is a um, just a really cascading chain of events after that and to talk about not getting rid of all your cash we we didn't get rid of all of our cash because of Scott and our AC broke <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> and it's just like, it's, it feels like it could be a punchline. Like, you know, two, 20 days in. Yeah, two yeah. first time home buyers buy, right. a, buy with a, a baby. Yeah, with a baby, yeah. buy a home in August, and right. families coming and visiting, and their AC breaks. Um, and because we were able to keep. But you got that home warranty, right? Well, okay, so it's twofold. Because we were able to keep some of our cash, like, we weren't, I mean, we were sweating quite literally, but like, we weren't like, oh my God, we're about to have to clear to zero if we need to replace this HVAC unit. Um, in addition to, we were also, if we had to, we could have because we had saved some cash, but we had the warranty, the 210 home buyer warranty, which dad and mom gave as a gift to me. And I believe that is like pretty standard practice for their first time home buyers. At least that's what dad was saying. No, I think that's right. Keith was saying. Yes, Realty Partners. Um, and so... Great logo. Great website. <laughs> all I had to do... And a good grandpa. 
It was so so easy. All I had to do, and I hate new things. Do not like change. Do not like new technology. All I had to do was go on my little app and service a, say my AC was broken, fill out the serial number about the unit, and they found somebody and was like, hey, we've reached out to them. Does that work for you? And I looked them up. They had great reviews, and it was fixed. And all I had to pay was a service fee coming out. And there was nothing wrong with it, but in the future, that's all you got to do. We'll go to the studio camera there, Judah. We're doing a baton pass. I know this transition quite well. Scott does as well. Um, so, Scott, why don't we talk about this? You know, and I've even heard this from um, finance professionals, um, literally folks in finance, in money management, talking about let's wait, rates will come down, values will drop, essentially trying to time the market. I think we need to debunk timing the market. There's really no timing of real estate. What you do is you get in now and you don't make another year's worth of rent payments. I mean, what was Avance? It was 120K, you said? For four years. For four years at Seattle. I mean, that's 120K that was evaporated, eviscerated, never seen again. Mm -hmm. Anywhere you want to go on this topic. So even if you're an investor looking to purchase um, and the cash flow isn't where you want it to be, but you, if you have the fiscal ability to get in and take the L for 12 to 24 months um, until you can refinance and, and get that in a better position, the rate in a better position, uh, and potentially the mortgage insurance at that point as well. Uh, the first time buyer, if you're burning money in rent, uh, that you could potentially be putting towards some equity that the appreciation isn't going to stop. Um, but how do we get past the fear factor, right? That, that's really what's going on, and that was the conversation. We get Joe Rogan in here, and we get you, you, We start eating scorpions, like, <laughs> scorpions. right now. God, I love a Marine. <laughs> I love Scott. I love when Scott gets like this. So, um, my pop dad, so that's my grandfather. Scott and I, like, 15 years ago, would have been, like, the best of friends and would have gotten in a boatload of travel together. Yeah, so literally, yeah, and for me, it would have been about thirty years ago. But anyway, forty years ago, uh, I think one of the best things that's ever happened to Scott and I is our partners. Would you say that? Yeah, the absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, but hello, that's like everybody. Everybody's yeah. partner makes somebody. Well, somebody. I mean, I think you fall in this category too. The three of us uh, have a tendency of fighting our way into mischief. Oh yeah. We'll put it that way. I, no, it finds us. I, I don't. We, for whatever reason, it's attractive. It's attractive. It's attractive. It's attractive. But you should highlight the fear where you were going to go with that because you yeah, make a good point. Yeah. So you know, it's the fear thing, and, and and Yvonne, I think, was trying to allude to that. That's the reason. First of all, you know, she's awesome. She is awesome. Um, so you're going to crush it in real estate. But she I mean, also has the skills as a teacher, right, to help educate folks because that's ultimately what we do and that's what that's i think ultimately we have fun and we joke around and i put a binky on my shirt and we have we have grandkids on set that is maybe not normal for us but but it it shows us that we're real people you are real people we're real people this is what life is as a business owner this is this is literally i'm sorry what you said she said can you apply that logic to why i should be able to call you dad instead of keith 
I, I could see it from both ways. It does, but from uh, the well, the folks who are watching and listening, let's let them chime in. Well, what should be the yes reality part? I think on this one, you're right here. I've seen this in the setting where it's like uh, the dad, the mom, and then the Keith Yvonne. Because people, if you're in a if you're in a situation, they're going to respect your opinion less, and you look like less the professional. That's 100%. exactly right. That's why that you is, would be that marginalized. Is, you're that's, marginalized. That's, exactly right. that's why. And yeah. when it comes to when you right. go to give advice, um, it's for the same reason that uh, I don't call anyone in in my downstream an assistant. They have a titled role, and that should be the way it exists in your business. If you outgrow Keith and Yona um, and operate as an individual, you don't have uh, uh, an assistant. You have a transaction coordinator. You have a marketing a professional. It's you have someone with a job title because the moment that you call them an assistant and then they are having to deliver a message to a client, the client they, res- hear from you. They, they, they don't care about They go, yeah. okay, get the assistant out of the way and bring me the professional. Yeah. So, so I've done enough. Kevin Yancey says, thank you for the help yesterday, by the way. You're welcome. Um, I don't think it's based on gender. I think you can marginalize no. anybody just with a name, or yeah. just with, with a title. So that's, that is exactly the reason why I want to do this. But there's a value, right? We all do a little bit of public speaking. There's a value of reading the room and reading who you're talking to. So, for instance, my mother and father at that age group, they wouldn't have a problem with father-daughter thing. But for the most part... Um, I respect that. I expect respect Yvonne immensely, and I would I would want me to publicly. That's the reason why I wanted to do this today. I wanted to publicly say that you know she is our real estate partner, and her name is Yvonne. She needs, just happens to be my daughter. When is the uh, the test, Yvonne? As if we're, um, the test in the end of September. End of September, fantastic. And then once you ace that, she goes on the website. Well, we'll get her on the website. Um, and then you guys... Okay. Your commission split. Yeah. yeah. I like it. You said it's 95-5, right? Uh-huh. 95-5 without any thresholds. Am I negotiating for them? Miller, you're not helping. <laughs> but, um, yeah. We also got to be careful because some of your colleagues are watching the program. Yeah, 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 yeah. In you fact, leaving up. comments here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's take some of the take some of the take some of the comments on it. I just, I, I just, you know, this is an unusual flow for a show today. I just wanted to thank everybody for allowing me to do this because today was very important to me to introduce Yvonne to the world. Well, I hope she comes. Ba- I hope well, you well, come back. This is going to be a regular thing. We yeah. had we had daycare. But it fell apart at the last minute, so we had to pivot. We had well, to the cool thing about this would be is if, as you get your license and pass the test, then you could just be like the Richmond Market Insider, or like you know, well, she spotlights the Richmond Market, which so, would further expand the show. What we got to figure out is you're streaming to your Facebook page, and you need to get a business Facebook page. Microphone would help. <laughs> I know we don't. <laughs> Well, yeah, we're using all four marks. Oh, we got four oh, ports. Oh, sorry. Shoot, I apologize. So, look, um, the reality of it is she's a new agent. She's going to shadow us for about six months, right? And Stephanie Stephanie agrees with Yvonne. Stephanie says in a situation like this, dad all the way. 
Everyone knows he's her father, and sometimes that's a benefit too. And the interesting thing is Stephanie's speaking from personal, personal experience. Personal experience. Yeah. Mr. Wells, the yeah. second generation owner. And if you need to get some work done on your home, who are you going to call? Interstate service ISC. A home's best friend. So she and I'd actually, Stephanie, I remember many meetings where it was you and Mr. Wells in the meeting, and it was dad and Stephanie. Yeah, I think it's uh, for those that. But are how do you determine that situation, though? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a t- if it's, you know who I saw this navigate well was a uh, friend of the program, Chris Jensen. Oh yeah. And his mom, the late great Pat yep. Jensen. Um, I was in many a meeting with them early, fifteen years ago, with the first property, the Villas, um, and actually with Redfields. And then it was like Chris always referred to her as Pat. You know, I, I, I don't. We're going to navigate it together, right? Yeah. So, so to be determined. We're going to navigate it together. My suspicion is that it's going to come some sort of hybrid, right? Um, uh, where at times we'll do dad, and at times we'll do Keith, and and we'll just have to work it out. But you're, you're 100 percent right. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. But you know, our default would be you know dad and daughter. But it's important to me that she is her own person. So. We'll see how it goes. How do you play? What's the the expectation or the plan with the Richmond office? So we take these things one step at a time, okay. right? Um, I'm not so sure it's going to be 100% Richmond. We need to first get past the test, right? Okay. Well, uh, I mean, she's going to ace that. I'm sure she is. Um, and then she's going to spend about six months with us learning how to do the business, right? Because she, she, she kind of needs to learn how to do the business before we turn loose on, on the world. And... Um, you know, to be honest with you, that's something that, that you and I are going to have to have a conversation with on how we're going to grow that brand um, in, in Richmond. So at the moment, we just want to eat this elephant, God forbid. Oh, I got some huge ideas. I know you do. I, the wheels are turning. I, I can't wait that. to dig I, into that. I know that. That's um, like one of my favorite things to do. I know that. So, so we're, we're just going to see how it goes. But at the moment, we we got we to gotta get the training wheels off, right? We get, first of all, we got to put them on. Past the test. Yeah, we're not on the we're not, we're not there yet. Then we got to take the wheels off, and then we're going to have to, you know, uh, then we're going to cut it loose. But we need about six months. And I think the timing is perfect. And and here's the thing. I think the timing is absolutely perfect. Absolutely. Because you so, cut your teeth in this market, then you can do it in any market. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're going to, I think, we're going to see um, a substantial um, readjustment of agents. Kate Sharks, the Queen of Ivy, is watching the program. Kate, you have, let me, I, I see you all the time. I know your husband well. Her husband is, uh, her partner, partner Yvonne, is an anesthesiologist, is an anesthesiologist in Almoral County. Kate, you have Luca, Margo, Nora, and what is your baby daughter's name? I, she has four kids, four kids, Kate. What is your baby daughter's name? She says, I like dad. She thinks she likes that. Though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thank multiple you. Uh, people are coming on the feed and saying and championing the dad here. Okay, well, I will admit I'm wrong. If 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 that you know if th- that's part of why I wanted to throw it out here to see what the feed is going to say. What do you what do you think, Scott? Well, Scott's already on record. He says he likes Keith and Avon, and he made a pretty compelling argument yeah. for why. Yeah, uh, Ada. I, that's right, Ada. Thank you, Queen of Ivy. I know. I know. I'm right here. Uh, he knows he's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Michael Plecker, one of your colleagues. Yeah. Uh, he says there needs to be a mental shift in the market to see a significant number of participants in buying and selling. And for that to happen, they need to feel like now is the time. That mentality is media-driven and rate-driven at this point. 
If rates hit 4.75%, the gates will open for a while, and once the backlog is cleared, then things will slow down. This is from a yeah. Grayson on a different page with a similar comment. Says this is media driven right now. Jerry, do not underestimate the influence you have with this network. I would imagine the large majority of people in Central Virginia are watching you instead of reading the news and watching TV or radio. I know folks in our family certainly do. Careful with what you say on the program because folks are clinging to your words on this show. So you, you couldn't have been spoken any truer words. This is media driven, and the reason I know it's media driven, I'm looking at the last seven days. Right, we do this all the time on the show. This we're we're back over sixty-seven new listings. This this same week we were at 40, 45, Excuse me. So we're over twenty listings week over week. Great, but there are fifty-four pending. This is the car footprint, and sixty-nine sixty-nine went under contract. So homes are coming on the market, just not at the pace that they probably need to be or, or they were, but they're still being sold. So homes are still coming on the market, going into pending and being sold. So don't, don't listen to the media that the world is ending. Um, but you, you know, to what the point that Yvonne made is, is if you're if you're gonna buy, what's what's the best time to buy? I mean, buy now. Yesterday. Yeah, I mean, certainly before the one-year lease renewal happens. Yep. If you can. If you can, yeah. Empathy right there from Yvonne Offset. Offset. Little empathy. <laughs> um, that was the voice of God, otherwise known as Yvonne over here. If you can. Um, 22, what do you think the average rent per month is in this market? I'd say it's right at two grand a month. Well, yeah, I, I, I bet that. That might be light. What do you think, Keith? You have that? You can I, find I'm, that data? I'm going to find that data for you. Well, you got to I'm just going to pick, uh, what do you want to do, the city of Charlottesville? I'd say put Charlottesville and Almar County. Okay. Charlottesville and Almar County, average monthly rent. If, you put the, if I put the over under at 2,000, Scotty Mo, would you take the over or under on that? Little prop bet, just for pride here. Average, yeah. No, let's go median, Keith. Well, that's interesting. I'm, that's a topic we're going to talk about on Friday is median because I'm starting to rethink using median because there's so much upper end number selling. It's, I think it might be screwed up, but we'll talk about that on. What you would prefer now to use the average? I don't know. I, I've got a. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. So that's a conversation you have with Woody Fitchup. That's probably there. Um, what I, God, I, I want to be. I'm gonna. I would. I would have to take the under. I think it's under two k. Because well. I would say that the. Because you got those single unit, the one bedroom. That's that are that, fourteen, fifteen hundred. Yeah, and even and the and your two bedroom one bath is probably running eighteen hundred. Yeah. And then and that's probably that's probably seventy percent of your inventory, and the other thirty percent is going to be single family and three bedroom. That's going to carry you from twenty two to three grand, thirty five hundred. And Charlottesville and Albemarle. I'm with you on that, Scott. We're going to do three numbers here. Right, we got the median. Is that twenty five hundred? Damn, uh, the median monthly rent in Charlottesville, Amarillo County, is twenty five hundred. Average is twenty six. So when median and average are close, that means that it's, we're yeah we're doing. And what's good. the third number? The third number is the highest, six grand. What's the third number indicative of? That's just the, the, the total the total highest. So the lowest number is eight fifty, and the highest is is six hundred. But the Gosh, me- that is the shocks me-, me. Yeah, the median average, and I'll tell you how many bedrooms that is here in a minute. Who? What? Can you cite your source on that? Is that Paragon? It's Paragon. Yeah. So give me that number again. Uh, I may. I may use. I'll, I'll. I'll make sure I quote Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you. So, to give you an idea conceptually, what that means. Um, the way some a lot of these are calculated, just to qualify. 
just to qualify. To rent? To rent. You're, you're talking 7500 up front. Yeah. Yeah. First, so, last, and security. And and personal income. And by the way, yeah. I've, I've heard now we're up to four. I've got a couple of... First, last security, and, and I mean that's just a landlord right. sticking it to people. And if and if it's and if you're it's, talking ten G up front to rent a place, well, uh, so that's what you're saying. I've, this one of these clients that want to put it off is at the renewal. Stand, excuse me to interrupt you. Is Not that, at all. Is that, at the he, at the renewal. He is the part of the presenting sponsor yeah, yeah, of the Wednesday yeah, yeah, yeah. show. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I'm just blown away by the twenty five hundred a month is shocking. I think the villas is under rented right now. So, too. so, oh so, God. so let me let me quantify that. The single family detached, okay. So it's twenty five. It's twenty five hundred um, is the median. Uh, the average uh, is. Hold on a second here. I've got to move it back to something. No, the Medi average median is, in the city and the county. This is this is city and county now. Okay. I, so what? Let's do this because I'm going to pull out. I'm going to pull out. Um, no, no, no. You're doing it great. Twenty six hundred well, is average. So it's, I think it's going to be a huge difference if you look in the city versus Albemarle County. So um, looking in looking in Albemarle County, single family detached, uh, it's the same numbers. Twenty five hundred for uh, median, twenty six twenty three for average. High side is eight hundred. That's going to be six six thousand. And there's one eight fifty uh, somewhere. <laughs> it's not even habitable. Somewhere out in like Schuyler Way. So, Scott, one, one. finish your thought on that. I'm just blown away. I mean, that's that to me is insane. That that's all. That's the thought. That's crazy. That is insane, insane. That is probably why we had uh, 27 applications for our 1950 a month offering at the villas. So, and if you and if if that is the case, that being the case, not if that being the case, buy a house. That buy a house. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's a that's a, it's a you know if if they're getting it, that's amazing. I think they're getting it. I understand that they're getting yeah. it, or, they, or it wouldn't the numbers wouldn't exist. But uh, you know, what are you thinking over there? So so it, it's interesting. Um, the city of Charlottesville and Albemarle County. I looked at them separately. The median is both twenty five hundred. Uh, the city is just a little bit lower on the average. It's fifty. 55, excuse me, 25.98. The highest uh, five grand. The lowest 12.50. So the cheapest rent, in, um, in for single family detached in Charlottesville is 12.50, and it's a one bedroom home. Oh, Scottly knows where that is. Let's take a look at attached real. Quick. That right there is a uh, is an advertising, marketing, and branding campaign for Ross waiting to happen. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll help out here. Avon says off, offset. Um, she says 10K if you need first month's rent, last month's rent, security deposit. And evidently now landlords are asking for second month's rent as well. Uh, it's just this one case. 10G right there up front. Um, she says 10G up front is not a down payment of a house. I think Scotty Moe is going to counter with some of his loan offerings where you don't necessarily need to put money down qualify for some of his uh, financing vehicles, but I don't want to speak for you know, the uh, you know, mortgage well, he's insider, doing the Brad Pitt of mortgage over there. I mean, Albemarle, on point this over is there. scary. Jesus. Albemarle County attached. Yeah. 
is not much less than detached. I think I'm way under it's 24. My rental's way too low. I need to call Suzanne here. It's right. 23, 23 and change. So let's assume uh, 325 is a purchase price and uh, 325,000 in a in a exterior county Fluvanna Green, Louisa, Goochland, uh, Powhatan, uh, Madison, Culpeper. Let's say you could find an entry point, and there are ho- people who have listings at those price points. I highlighted one of them today. Giant um, Banks, I'm, I'm aware of. I can uh, look at, well, let's see what a couple of the others were. Carrie's got one, 359. Kyle Taylor in Richmond has one, 339. Uh, that's going to give you, with taxes, uh, PITI all in, a total monthly payment of about $2,600. Uh, and uh, assuming now you're probably going to be $19,000 if you're coming to the table with all of it yourself. If we could, if it's a position where we were able to get some concessions, because we are getting longer days on market, you can conceivably could walk in the door, uh, total cash out of pocket, 12 grand, uh, with a monthly payment of $2,600. Do you want to know what Lake Monticello, I'm just looked at it while you're doing stuff. it, Lake Monticello rental single family detached is costing right Lake now? Lake Monticello rental single family detached? According I mean, to Paragon. Now I, I would <laughs> imagine three bedroom, two bath. Three bedrooms. I mean, two K, right? Twenty-five. Jesus. No, 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 no. This is what listed. No, no, no. I'm talking so yes, yes. Three twenty-five. So I'm, I'm seeing more days on. Like we're seeing more days on market for a lot of these exterior. Um, not if it is not newer, upgraded choice. Everybody loves it. Multiple offers. If it's deferred maintenance, you know. Uh, a little bit further out, we're starting to see more days on market. And with those properties that are starting to see more days on market, I think the likelihood of negotiating wiggle room, getting some concessions to yeah. say, hey, you know, well, you know, this I'm a first time home buyer. Can I, you know, this is we're willing to pay five thousand dollars over. Can we get ten thousand dollars in credit? So we're coming in a net for the buyer or the seller. Or, or you're having a conversation with the listing agent and. They need to stay in the house for six months. Yeah, or yeah, three yeah. Months or stuff. Dude, I want to highlight you guys. This is a power team to use. Scott knows how to play the game. Keith undoubtedly knows how to play the game. I mean, yeah. And then we have a devil's advocate offset over here. Holly Foster, you may have a, a client, Avon and Keith, your first client. Holly Foster, the queen of Henrico, said, I got to meet Keith and his wife on Market Street on July 3rd when I was looking to deliver the Red Red Vines candy to you and Judah at the studio. I thought I would like to work with Keith and Yona when I was getting ready to sell my house in the future. It's nice to see his daughter will be in the business working from Richmond since I'm in short pump. Oh, great. Thank you so much. Holly Foster, Keith, and Yvonne and Yona would take phenomenal care of you. Phenomenal care. And Yvonne will keep me out of trouble. So so there's a coming... There's a coming soon home at Lake Monticello. It's going to hit the market at 273 on Five Hawks Place, um, and it's in the coming soon. Eric okay. Thompson, who you have a follow-up with? I, I guess. That's says. Two, sometime after 2 o'clock. Please today. follow up. Yeah, yes, he sir. says. Okay. Eric. <laughs> he says. Uh, Eric, do me a favor. Will you text him? And, and, I, I and think I could fit in well with your family, Keith. <laughs> he says, renting and buying are the same price right now. Yeah. It seems when you factor in insurance, HOA, and maintenance, it's literally the same in a wash. Yeah. Well, even if, even if owning is a little plus, right? 
you're paying $2,500 or whatever the number is for Lake Monticello. It's just, it, you're not paying yourself at all. Yeah, you're not it's paying. A fixed, you're paying my mortgage. It's also payment. a fixed cost. Yeah, yeah. Assuming that uh, your property taxes um, stay within a relatively normal range and your homeowner's insurance doesn't go up through claims or the company's closing or you know anything along nothing crazy and i'm closing there's been a there's been a huge shift as far as insurance in the state of virginia goes but assuming that those things stay the same you don't have to worry about uh the landlord increasing or you uh, having to get out of that rental to go to another one to try to you know stay in the same range um, you're in a fixed cost environment that potentially, if rates come down, you could actually save some money in the future. Um, and if you do have to pick up and leave in five years, you could be then paying yourself to make that transition instead of worrying about just can you get your security deposit back. There you so $273,000, assuming you can be creative and get it, it's a, it's a win-win. So uh, when Yvonne comes back, when we have good daycare set up for the sh- for a show next month, I think she, that's a good idea. She's going to come. I think that's yeah, a good yeah, idea. Yeah, we we had it, but it fell apart at the last minute. So uh, you know, but we adapt and overcome. Eric asked good, a good question. How much more can rents go up? Do you want to handle question. that, Scott? I don't. You we know, don't have a crystal ball, yeah, but I, I would say they're going to keep going up. They're or you disagree to, with that? They're bound to plateau at some point, and when there's a sticking point, um, and then in so, I think it's partially going to depend on. I think my interest rates. Can I show you? Can I give you an example? Um, when I first started um, renting the villas, which was less than ten years ago, it was a G note a month. Now we're at two K, basically. So we're two Xing in less than ten years. Even if it's that's even, pretty substantial, I would say. Even if it's stuck, mine's the entry point in, in the county. It's so not a have, sexy spot by any means. All right, so you have to assume. All right, one that is a that's that's part um, of the, the inflation number that we have as far as uh, the perceived rents or average or uh, reported rents, and uh, then on top of that, what we're seeing through wage inflation. Um, and those are the two things that really make inflation stick um, and tangible is cost of living and how much you're getting paid. Because if the cost, when one is just gobbling up the other, um, it's what everybody, it's what, you know, the reason that we all feel the most pain and, and takes things back to neutral. Um, I, I think that we're probably at a peak of wage, hopefully, I believe we're at a peak of wage inflation, um, which is in turn going to be a, a kind of a peak for rents at the moment. Uh, um, one of my fellow commercial brokers was walking in here. We were working on a deal. I, evidently, we've gone a little long here. Uh, I have a little finder's fee that I need to probably see if I can go about getting right there. Got to pay um, your bills, brother. Um, so I, I will throw this um, to you guys. I do not think, and maybe you guys disagree, I do not think that rents are going to plateau. And why I don't think that rents are going to plateau is because of what's going to happen with UVA. Where there's going to be potentially eight to ten thousand new people coming to the area in the next five years. We didn't even use the. Which I- is kind of crazy to think where eight to ten thousand new people are going to live. So we didn't use the I word yet on the show. I don't think we. I did. think he did. Just he used the inventory word. Did oh no! Yeah, I thought the I word. So the so I word inventory, not inflation. Here's here's what I think is going to happen. I think rents plateau, 
and we see more single family residents that are now primaries converted into rental units. I thought I would agree with more single family residents yeah, yeah. that are now primaries converted. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Rents plateau, yeah. but more, but more the, rent. The but, econ professor, but we see a transition, we see an inventory transition from primaries to rentals, which is what continues to then drive the cost of primary homes up as more inventory comes on board. So how many? No, that's, this, this guy is so convinced that's going to happen. No, no, and I don't disagree with that. He's he, basically when saying. You say, Am I this guy or is there like somebody smarter than me? That well, well, no. There's no Scott, there's no one smarter than you on this planet. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. no one. Mm -hmm. It's the econ professor. There's lots of them. The PhD, the, econ, the guy who teaches econ at UVA is like, why are these folks ever going to give up the two or two five or the two seven five? Well, part, part, of the re, part of the reason is, is that we have an unprecedented amount of equity that we've never had before, and they're going to try to tap that out and go do that. But look, it's it's it's, it's, it's eleven thirty-seven, and you got business to do. I, I actually, so you might have sprint outside. The you might have to here. sprint outside. So look, I want to thank you guys. Thank you very much for for pivoting with us. And I think and you maybe send a nice, kind, direct message to Holly Foster as well. I will send the direct message to Holly Foster. I yeah. wrote it, I wrote it down. But I wanted to thank everybody for allowing me to be pop dad and allowing me to be. Dad and Keith at the same time. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we're excited about Yvonne. We're excited about them I'm being here. I'm very excited for you. And I think you're going to crush it. This, this is going to be good stuff. That. Be good stuff. I'm excited about it. So thank you, you everybody. And you got to go do business. We should. We should. I, I need to get off air, but just a suggestion: you guys should document on social media. You guys yeah. should document. You want me to run out? No, sure. no, no. I'll text you. You guys should document on social media the test process. You know, I think that would be, I mean, it would be great content. Well, we actually have something to add to that, and we might do this on Monday because Keller Williams has a, an actual path to help folks, so those who might want to get into business. But in any event, you got to do business, sir, so thank you very much. Keith, Pop Dad. Pop Dad. Scotty Moe, Scott Morris, Ross Mortgage, I can't say enough of. Um, Yvonne Smith, taking her test in s September. Judah Wickhauer, props to you. I'm getting the notification that I should be in a meeting right now. Um, this is the Real Talk with Keith Smith. The I Love Seville show is up at 1230. Thank you kindly for joining us, everyone. Friday, just Batman and Robin. Well done, everybody. Well done, well done. Thank you for adapting, guys.